Shout out to Skip. <laughs> yeah. So I just lay back, post drip a cup. When niggas come through, we roll the woods up. We laugh about the good times that we had. Fuck that. Don't talk about it. Shit, I said. You niggas matching them, the game's over. All right, we be back in here, still on quarantine once again. We need answers podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe and download the podcast on all the apps and on YouTube and all that. Check out all the all the footage and all that. Today we got my man Ronald in here. Um, Ronald, me and Ronald, families kind of we basically families grew up together, family tight, all that. Um. We share uh, Ronald's little cousin Angel. That's like my little sister, like his little sister too. So we that we locked them from day one off of that off top. But families basically all come out the same mob for real. But Ronald got a story. We got him on here today to talk about his story. I, I heard a lot about it before he came home. I was getting a lot of uh, a lot of news about that. And then your your crazy mother, your mother funny and shit. She always <laughs> <laughs> she always talk about you and all that. But hey, you um, but yeah, so so you got a, a serious story, and like well, me and Ronald was just talking outside about you know Baltimore. We get looked at for all the wrong things, and lately it been, I mean lately it kind of been positive and bad because we you know even seeing a lot of outside stuff that's that you know health wise it might not be the best, but we've been it been unity around the city too. So you know we just trying to shed light on negative stories turning them positive for real instead of just focusing on all the violence all the drugs and all that because we got a lot to offer and that's you know so many words that's really what this podcast is about like you know i tell everybody all the time my show ain't shit without my guests it ain't about me i wouldn't have shit without my guests so you know in, in the main i ask a lot of people a lot of guests it's it been lately the music but a lot of guests for real like what's your real your take on everything, like, do you do it for yourself or you do it for your city? And I do this. I really, number one, the city for me on this podcast, like, I want us to win. I know we will win and we all winning, but, you know, we just got a lot. There's a lot of layers. And with this podcast, I'm just trying to shed all of it and bring it to the world. So that's my ultimate goal. But more to the story, um, Ronald just came home recently from a wrongful conviction at the age of 19, right? Yes, sir. For, for a murder. Yes, that sir. was, and it was proved, you bro, proved innocent after, after so much time. So, you know, he, he coming back into society, making up for that time lost, and, and just want to share his story to help others that's going through certain situations and then teach more about the stuff that people don't know about. Because there's a lot of shit that people don't know about with these laws and jails, period. They always just look at the bad part, but... I mean, it ain't no good about it, but it still weighs out of this bitch. Don't give up. So that's the, I feel like when we get into it, that would be the moral of the story. But um, you can start, you, you just run us through, run us through the situation that I kicked off. Uh, I was 19 years old. What year was this? Uh, This was, well, I got locked up in 2005. Okay. February, the day after Valentine's Day, right? Okay, February 15th. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, I, I got locked up February the 15th. For like selling drugs, right? Uh-huh. Copped out to a year. I'm on my way home. The murder happened months before then, or whatever the case may be. So like five months during a year over the pen, I think I'm on my way home. People came and locked me up for a murder with someone that I was cool with. You feel me? Yeah. So go through that process. I'm young. I'm over city jail, chasing everything I buy, the COs, the this, that, this, that. I had a lawyer, paid attorney at the time, never came to see me. Wow. Like, never went to the crime scene. 
Damn. They was at my trial. My mind and them, they was at my first trial. I sat there, true religions. I was young. Uh-huh. Boosie fade, I had my head in, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm about to get found out. Yo, that no, I ain't do this. These yeah. people lying on me. Yeah. And I never forget, man, them people came back. They had some questions. Everybody like, dad. And they was about to go, they always, my homeboys and them always talk about it. They was actually about to go for a break, like they was deadlocked or something or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. So then they wound up, you know, came with the verdict. And I just never, I remember sitting there and then going back to sentencing. I read a four or five page thing to the judge. And I remember what she said. She said, uh, she said, uh, some people just get it wrong. I mean, some people do wrong and they never figure it out. I don't think you ever figure it out. Damn. 19 you know, years 19 old. 19 years old. She gave me life plus 20. Whew. I looked at my mother and I told my little sister who was like 15 at the time. Uh-huh. I, man, them people was there for me, man. Yeah. But uh, I told my little sister who was there at the time, I said, take care of mommy. Uh-huh. You know how my mother is, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. my only boy. So, right, right, right. So, yeah, they gave me life plus 20. I come in to cut down Jessup and it was crazy because one of my first cell buddies, I, I talk about this, you know, dude ain't baby boy, you know? Mm-hmm. West Baltimore legend. He wound up giving his time back after 27 years. What, but I, what, before you go into it, you from East Baltimore? Yeah, I'm from East Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. But my family from West, so right, yeah, yeah. I could go East West. Yeah, yeah, that's same story, same <laughs> yeah, way, I could yo. go East West. Same, you know, same. I, yeah, so uh, I come in, in there, I'm talking about girls, thinking stuff slick, this, that, this, that. I'm going to get this right back. Mm-hmm. And yo showed me his procedural history. Mm-hmm. Like, being denied, 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 denied. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo must ain't had no money. Mm-hmm. And then I get to see him really like, what he, 15 for a lawyer, 15 for a lawyer. Where this man might have dropped like $70,000 on lawyers and still being denied. And I'm looking at this stuff. I'm like, how they, how they going to keep denying, denying, denying. And I'm, yeah. I understand the issues now yeah. as I'm building up a little longer or whatever. Right. So he was still fighting. And he had this thing. He said, uh, get out of prison or die trying. Right. And that was his thing. Yeah. You feel me? And which makes sense because if you ain't got nothing else to do but fight this bitch, then why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to let you finish, but a lot of being in the system, you've seen a lot of dudes just give up straight off top. Yeah, a lot of times they they, they chase the drugs yeah. or being a man in jail. Maybe you get some girlfriends and some wives, string them along. And they don't play the library. Trying to fight their kids. It's so hard, man. Okay. When, when, when the odds are. Yeah. The odds be, you hear me? All you know is, yeah, all you, all you know is, yeah, you make, on. you make that your life. Right. But you tell yourself, maybe the parole system will change. Yeah. Maybe this will change or that will change or, but them yeah. people will never knock on your door and say, hey, you did right, enough time. Right, right, right. You got it. And I, and, and, and I knew that from yeah. them type of men. Right. And I talked about this story before. He was my cell buddy. He was going up. He said, yo, go to the library with me. I'm like, all right, I really want to go play ball, get my hair cut. Girl mm-hmm. might come and see me. Mm-hmm. So he said, look how many people are actually going to go <laughs> to the library. It was like five of us. Everybody else went to the gym yeah, and went many, to go get their hair cut. How many people went in the And truck? that building at that time, I want to at least say about 95 to 100 of us was going up to either the gym or the library. Mm-hmm. And it was probably about four to five of us that actually went up to the library. Dang. Yeah, so... So 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 when you first like when that first happened and you you hearing that they off they sending you the joint what went through your mind like you you like you said you about to leave and then you get hit with some papers that say that you you uh they about to book you for a whole another charge what went through your head when you got that to be honest right uh it was really like nothing to me you ain't paying no mind. No, because I said, oh, I beat this. And yeah. you young and you arrogant. Yeah. And we come from a thing where 
if you locked up for a body, whether you did it or not, it's a level. The street's crazy. It's yeah. a level of pride yeah, with yeah, it, and you yeah, might yeah, even yeah. do it. So, but we, we 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 think it's something slick. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Not yeah, knowing yeah, that these yeah. people who say guilt, they gave me life plus twenty and said next case, bro. Right? They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't care. You can this, think that, it's slick this, all you want. Yeah, yeah, they gonna yeah. go home, eat with their kids. Right. This that this that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. like that. Yeah, that stuff yeah. ain't. Right. You hear me? Your yeah. mother just in there crying. She don't know if you ever gonna get home. And right. they they say next case. I never forget that. Never forget that shit. That that's that's, that's hard to hear now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. long time yeah. ago. So so talk about when you got in the joint. Like like uh, if it wasn't for you, said his name was what's his name? His was? name Baby Boy. He Baby home Boy. Now, yeah. So if it wasn't for him, you think you would have. Probably wouldn't even looked into fighting your shit no more, or you put No, no, I, I had. It was one of these things that when I caught life plus twenty, my family, my mother and my sisters especially, right? Mm-hmm. They just grabbed this. What we gotta do? Okay. What's next? What's next? Yeah. So I, it's two things I wasn't gonna do. And there's a few things I wasn't gonna do. I wasn't not gonna fight mm-hmm. if I got them putting up money and them which right. name. Also, I knew that I had to change. Okay. Right? Okay. I knew that I had to change. I, I went to prison and I saw stuff. I seen, you know, you got gangs, you got this, you got that, you got this. And I started going to a youth program, right? Uh-huh. And I'm seeing young dudes around my age getting up there and they speaking. Uh-huh. They talking about how they changed their life. Yeah. And I started being inspired by them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it became one of those things when you took a look at yourself. Like these, like when I used to call them and they used to be tell me all the silly, crazy stuff uh-huh. I used to do. I used to be embarrassed. Right. I, bro, I tell you. Yeah. Now I can laugh about it because mm-hmm. I'm different. Right. But but when I used to be, I'd be like, yo, damn, this all niggas remember me by. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You not you 19 when you yeah, go to joint. Right, you right, like right. this all they remember me by, and I was wild. Yeah. I, I ain't do that murder though, but right, I, I was right. wild. I was about to say. I was about to say. Describe who you were before you went in. Uh. Yeah, my life right. had no purpose. Every day we out on the block, we joke about it all night flights. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm drunk, I'm partying, I'm the life of the party, had all the sands, yeah. chasing all of the girls. Life had no purpose. You out there hustling for nothing. Yeah. It was more, it wasn't even really about getting money. It was about the fact that you gonna know me as getting money. Yeah. Nobody don't really care about lot, it. But at that time, of, it's about what people think. Exactly. A lot of people fall victim to that shit, yo. God bless the dead. I always used to tell my little brother this. See, I used to say like you like what you really doing it for is you doing it to make money or you just like knowing that niggas think like you this and you that because they don't serve no purpose at the end of the day you 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 know they take you out of here whether it's in cups or a casket and then it's just that rep gonna last for how long and it was never designed for that no it wasn't designed for you to be somebody it wasn't designed for that exactly exactly so going through going through um them years in the joint when was your do you feel like you hit that transition? Like, all right, well, you know, I got it. Because like you said, you you felt like I had a, it was a rep put on you now. It was like, all right, well, I got a little badge of honor. Nigga saying I got a body, even though it ain't mine. But when was the transition hit you and you was like, well, sh- this ain't no joke now. Like, shit, I, I, I'm i uh, really going through this. The badge of honor thing, I'm going to go back to one something real quick. Okay. Uh, Actually, because I've been getting locked up since I was a kid and stuff like mm-hmm. that, wound up taking a gun charge for the neighborhood, uh-huh. thinking you sticking to the G-code okay, the whole time, okay. you messing up your racket. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like 15, 16 okay. in a Dell prison before. Okay. So I did so maybe you 13 had, months. Yeah. I did 13 months. I came home and it was, uh-huh. I had my little muscles, everybody, it was like, yo, yeah, you know. People so show you love. That's the love, yeah. The whole time, look what I'm being. 
The yeah, love that we think we want, yeah. that ain't really the shit. He actually said in a song, right? It's one of my favorite songs. He say, uh, they told us if we go to jail, we'd be respected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and, and that's crazy, how I felt yo. coming home yeah. 17 years old. Yeah. Like, my homeboys, they been a hickey and stuff like that. I was walking a big girl. Yeah, 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 real joke, yeah. whole time, I got, a, I got a record now. Right. But I'm looking at it as something I did something slick. Yeah. But your question was... Went in a joint. When, yeah, when did you really it turn? When did you realize that? I know you said you seeing all the younger dudes do that, but what point of your your bid did you realize? It, damn, it, this is really. It was ain't. two times. One time, man, free trouble, man. My good Muslim brother, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we was sitting on a tear down Jessup, right? Right. And I had to push one of the uh, Muslim brother, older brother. He died. May Allah make his great, gracious, uh, his grave spacious. So I was, I was pushing him, mm. like to go get his noodles and stuff like that, because mm. he in a wheelchair. Mm. But that next tier is like a senior citizen home, okay. right? Mm. So when you around these dudes and you know that these dudes been locked up for 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Like they let you die in here, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this man can't harm nobody yeah, no more ever. They don't man care. been down four decades. Mm-hmm. So when I when him I, I did that man who was talking, I said, yo, look over there, yo. Mm-hmm. We real next tier is the senior citizen home. Right. Of young men who went to jail today, 50, 60, 70 years old now. Some of them barely could walk. That's why they got dudes to push them around the prison. Right. So that was my that and when I lost my first appeal. Okay. I got denied seven times, bro. Seven? I got denied seven times, So man. walk us through that process, the, the uh, appeals. How, uh, how does the appeal work? Okay, so when you first go in the system, anything, uh, your first trial, mm-hmm. anything your lawyer objected to, mm-hmm. if he preserve it, then the Court of Special Appeals w- may review it, right? Mm-hmm. They denied mine, okay. right? So I try to appeal that. They denied that. Uh-huh. So then I filed something that's called a motion of new trial under new discovered evidence, Okay. right? That's when I'm saying, oh. You're doing this yourself. No, I wind up, I had uh, lawyers. lawyers. Okay. I had lawyers. Okay. They found, they made sure I had lawyers. Okay. So uh, I go back and reach out to my first trial attorney, mm-hmm. the one who had my first trial. Like, hey, yo, you ever had this information about mm-hmm. other suspects and yeah. stuff like that? He said, no, I never had it. So we paid him again <laughs> to, file, to file a motion. Wow. <laughs> to file a motion. Yeah. So, so then he go in there. The judge in the state's attorney proved him that he had it at the time. Mm-hmm. So you know what he told me? I must have looked all through the discovery. And it, they just this, don't give a fuck. So, so, the, state, so the state's attorney give you a pile of evidence like this, right? Yeah. You never come and see me. You never, you never come and see me. Uh-huh. You never went to the crime scene so people could describe whatever they want to describe. You only know how you're going off of the pictures that they pre- yeah. present, right? But you tell me you got a stack of piece of papers. You getting paid ten about fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and you miss a piece of paper that talks about another suspect. Bullshit. And my life on the line exactly. though. This ain't a drug case. Yeah, they don't, don't <laughs> like like the penalty is life. Yeah. You feel me? So they yeah. don't take it serious. Right. They don't take it serious. They don't give a fuck. And, and, and they don't think we can give a fuck enough to charge that. So if they if they throwing niggas away, it's like staying on say about but out of hundred people, how many you think going try really fight they shit and try to get home? Like oh, while they in there. getting found guilty? Yeah. Like on it, on it, on it, on like it. Like how you were. Probably like uh, out of every hundred, uh, maybe 10 or 15. Right. So if you got 10 or 15 out of every hundred, they going to keep pushing and pushing until a nigga say, okay, I'm going to fight this one. He can slide through. Yeah. He can slide through. Then the rest is like, they don't yeah. really give a fuck. Yeah. And like you said, at the end of the day, it's, it's, 
it's really to me what I'm hearing is it's painting a picture to really show niggas like you really gotta know what you're in for. I you, will say this though, cause I got a lot of I don't have like problems with police in general. Mm-hmm. They gotta we live in the they city. Got they got what's your name? Mm-hmm. But I do believe in something called uh integrity over convictions, right? Okay. So it, it's more one of those things like some people might not like uh, Marilyn Mosby or whatever. Mm-hmm. I personally, because mm-hmm. I've seen her when she's seen that Patricia Patricia Jessamy messed up certain stuff. Mm-hmm. I seen her get on that stand and, ex- and, 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 and yeah, okay. and, and exonerate guys okay. and make sure they got their money and everything. Okay. Okay. So I admire someone like that. Yeah. I understand her job is to do what she got to yeah. do. But this lady, since she's been in office, uh-huh. I know a lot of people where she got an integrity unit down there uh-huh. where her lawyers uh, innocent projects and stuff like that they go down there and they go through stuff okay. if you bring something to her and they it wasn't right through. they gonna look through okay. that wasn't okay. going on before her right. so I, I really salute I, I yeah. know her job is okay. to make you know okay. prosecute yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. whatever but I salute her right. but my problem <laughs> is that in Baltimore and this has been for decades if he got locked up right for some drugs mm-hmm. right they would ask him, you know anything about guns or murders, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now at this time, for him to get out of his drug charges, all he got to do is say he's seen me do something. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, like, wanted, come yeah, on, yeah. man. All don't he got to do what is say you he's did, seen just something. Just throw you know all, what else also my lawyer never presented? What? The dude who said I, I done it, before he said I done it, the night of the crime, the dude said the shooter name was Bird Six Feet. That didn't come out until <laughs> my second trial, bro. <laughs> I'm nowhere near six feet. Wish yeah, I was right, taller, right. but no one ever called <laughs> right, me right, bird. Right, right, like, yeah. like, you know. So, so, so did you? You knew? You knew the people that was involved in that case at all? Or? Yeah. The, the, see, the, the, the problem, and I don't like speaking about it too much, but the problem, the problem w- with it, because he was someone who was once a friend to me. Okay. But okay. the motive of the case, they tried to make it years ago. I had kidnapped me. Okay. And so that was there enough to try to build a yeah, build. A, oh, maybe that, Lil yeah. Ronald did it. Maybe that okay. was three years ago. Man, yeah. a man that hugged it out. Yeah. <laughs> Smoked yeah. some blunts out of the woods yeah. and some more stuff. So it was people, built off speculation, basically. Yeah. yeah, and this man was beefing with the world. Like, yeah. so it's like, right. you know, but I get it. Yeah. But I know so many men in there just like that. Right. These stories is, it's like, I lived amongst it. Yeah. I lived amongst it. Even in jail, they be like, yo, oh, yo, he, he ain't do that. Yo did that. I seen yo do that. But yeah. yo here, yo. Right. Yo party. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it, it be real, man. Who, who you coming, like, was when you was in there, did you come across dudes from other states and shit that you got along with, or was it? Was uh, it? You know, sometimes you'll have, because it's the state, so most you'll have dudes sometimes DC, from, like, D.C. Like and that, stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. You know, in prison, that'd be that Baltimore, D.C. First stuff. Thing. I just like, man. Yeah. I like I like men that's going to inspire yeah. me. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. So I ain't never get caught up in that, though, but it definitely had that type of tone. What about like how you say the older guys um like being a, like they basically got you to level maturity just being around older guys that has the wisdom that passed yeah, down. Yeah. Did you ever come across any young guys in there that you had to take on the like, you know, show them the ropes type shit? Oh, all day, all day. I made sure that has always been like once I started growing, mm-hmm. I felt like that it was my duty. I was trying to do what was done for me. Yeah. These men these you men raised me. Yeah, yeah, man, these men raised me. Yeah. So anytime I seen young dudes coming in there, whether they was going to join something or whatever the case may be, it was important for me to try to tell them, yo, what's important is trying to get home back to your family. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. all of this type of stuff. I know right. dudes who came, came to jail might have been able to get that time back, but wind up, I know dudes who went to jail with 20 years ended up with life. Mm-hmm. I know dudes who went to jail with one year and ended up with life, or, or like 50 years, mm-hmm. because they had killed or stabbed somebody in jail. Yeah. So <laughs> it becomes one of those things where... It's real. So what, what, if you was to say, like, you know, a nigga going 
What, what what would you tell a young nigga or even an older nigga? Because I feel like he, you hear these stories a lot about people that go and like you say, you gain more time than what you went in with because of you feel like you got to, you got it. And what I heard, I ain't never do no time, but I always heard about is, I mean, is you should be yourself. That's how you really make it through. But then you got niggas that feel like out of fear or needing protection. They feel like they got to do all this other stuff. So going into it, like what what type of... It's just, just like how, like how would you tell a nigga how to, to, to be yourself and don't try to be a uh, familiar Fred and yeah. you know everybody like so you got to use that everybody want you want to do to know you and all of that type of stuff right yeah. you just wanna you just start linking up with dudes mm-hmm. and this that this that and then I always been big on that my homeboys would tell you like playing with mm-hmm. like you got dudes where. You know, nowadays they call each other dummy and all of that yeah. type of stuff. But, like, people might say B and all of that type yeah. of stuff, like cuss at each yeah, other and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. as men, you, you try to teach them how I was raised. Right. Like, you and my father was actually like cell buddies before. For real. And he, and he mushed me, man, because I told a dude to shut up. Yeah. He said, you don't play with men like that. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it, that Respect. type of stuff, like, yeah. that, that, that stuff, like, shape you to be a certain way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So How was that, being in there with your father? Uh, my father actually had 65 years at the time. This is uh-huh. when I was fighting my case. Right. He just was about to go get sentenced and things like that, right? Uh-huh. Uh, my Lord allowed him to give his time back, too. Oh, that's Yeah, he up. home now. That's what's <laughs> yeah. up. That's what's We up. just got to like, see each other for the first time on the streets uh, about a couple weekends ago. First time ever in life? No, not ever in oh, life, since yeah. I've been back home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Since, How old was you when he went in? Uh, I, when I went in... I guess I was like still like 1920. We were cell buddies when I first got locked up. I'm we saying in he, jail. he went in at the same time? Yeah, he was okay, around okay, that well, time. Right, but right, my okay. father been going to jail yeah, since yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> the beginning. All the old heads. Yeah, yeah, all the <laughs> so, uh, old yeah. So, but yeah, being, his, being in a cell together, it was crazy, man. i never forget the night he was going to go get sentenced because he wasn't going to come back there to get in 65 years. I was on the top bunk, man. He was smoking and stuff like that. So, uh, he like, man, I got to go to sleep, man. I got to get up tomorrow, go to court, go get sentenced, and this, that, this, that. And I remember being on that top bunk looking down at my father. I'm thinking I'm going to beat my case. Mm-hmm. But my father, 50-something years old, you give him 65 years. Yeah. I think, damn, I'll probably never see my father. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and you feel it. Yeah. You feel it. Like, yeah. that's, that's my man. Yeah. That's my guy, man. And was this like the first time y'all really got the bond while being in there? Or uh, no? We only was out for probably about like a week. Okay. He had enough pull once I got over there uh-huh. to get moved and okay, okay. move in the cell yeah. or whatever, right? So... Yeah, he was my man. That was crazy. Yeah, cause my father, my father and my brother was locked up together down, yeah. down the city. Jail. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, um, yeah, I know that hurted him. Like he 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 talked about that a lot, and he talked about when he was in there. Like he'd tell a story, like yeah, you know, nigga, tell him your son in here. And he was my son. Yeah, and he yeah, went yeah. and go see him, and somebody bought him to him. He was like that. That crushed him. Like his whole time he was there. But you know, he ain't, he ain't have a bed. He was still fighting this right, joint right, the whole right, time, right, so right, he ain't right. know what's gonna play out to. But. That crushed him, but I know for a lot of guys, if they, it sound more common than I than I, I expected. I ain't know like that shit be really happening. Like niggas really be. It's a cycle. I seen a matter of fact. It's a cycle. You right. It's and a I cycle. seen a. It's a picture on Don Diva uh, Instagram. Matter of fact, it was two pictures. It was one with the son visiting his father, and then the father visiting his son. Oh, and it's yeah. talking about breaking that cycle. Breaking like you got it because yeah, the cycle yeah, series, yeah. yo. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I tell people all the time, and I'm a, you know being vulnerable. I tell people all the time, I ain't got no kids yet, but when I, I had one, I'd be like, yo, I want a daughter because I just don't want. I mean, anything at with a girl mm-hmm. too, but you just don't want this shit to keep happening with over right, and over. Right, yo, right, it's right, like right, something right. gotta give. But then, like, it, then it, even if you got a daughter, because my Lord been blessing me, man. But for my daughter, uh. 
Like, she 18. So mm-hmm. it'd be like, she'd be, she'd be smart, young. Like, she, mm-hmm. my daughter, yeah. And but you always, uh, yeah, salute, yeah, you always yeah, salute her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they, uh, uh, they inspire me. Okay. I do want to talk about her for a second, though, right? Go ahead. On a second trial, right? And mm-hmm. I gave my time back. We mm-hmm. would go back to that, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody on family was scared. Right, they ain't, they they, no, they they was more like they gave you life before. Yeah. So the people was offering me life also spending before they. Uh-huh. They wouldn't just let like kept cut me loose, even right. though the victim, mother and sister and family said, "I believe this man innocent, let him go." They still wanted to make me had to go through the ringer again, right. Right? right? So I'm going through a trial, and I see my mother and everybody there. Right, mm-hmm. my mother crying the whole trial, bro, mm-hmm. and I knew that. <laughs> If I got found guilty again, it would kill my mother. Yeah. But I also knew that if I copped out the 40 years, I would have had to do like 13 more years. My daughter would have been 31. Mm-hmm. My mother age, I don't know where she would have been at in yeah. 13 years from now. Yeah. I had to get home to my family. Yeah. yeah. And I, I studied my case enough to know not this time. And yeah. I'm testifying this time. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you where I was at. I'm yeah. going to speak about everything this yeah. time. I'm, I'm going to talk. Yeah. Last time I let the lawyer run the show. Yeah. Not this time. I educated myself, right. bro. Right. <laughs> we, do, we doing it my yeah, way. Yeah, we yeah. doing it my way. Yeah. You feel me? And my daughter was the one throughout the whole trial. Mm-hmm. And before, when she t- first time 18, she came and seen me like by herself or whatever. Okay. And I told her the whole case. And I said, what they do? She said, don't take nothing. Okay. She said, we going to trial. That's what's up. I know that made you, you feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. And yeah. when they said not guilty, i never forget. I'm leaning like this, and I did like this. Mm-hmm. And they said, first degree murder, not guilty. Mm-hmm. And then they said, second degree, not guilty. Mm-hmm. At that point, my body went numb. Yeah. It was over. It was unreal. It, yeah. it, 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 was, it was over. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else you can do. Yeah, yeah. You lost now. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. lost now. Yeah. You know, and, and it wasn't even, I wasn't even bitter towards, like the state's attorney who had the new case, he never even wanted to take it to trial. Okay. That first day that my bro and I was there, the judge said, I really think y'all wasting my time. Uh-huh. <laughs> then he wrote, he said, I really think y'all wasting my time. Mm. You know, and then, like, for my daughter, when I was leaving out, when my mother and everybody was crying, I said, justice come from God. And yeah. I told my daughter, thank you, man. Yeah. Because yeah. she the one who... If she didn't tell you that, you, you would have went with whatever she said? And my you, daughter told me the, the cop out to probably that 35, mean I would have had to do, like, 10 more years, I probably would have did it. Yeah. I probably would have did it. That's that's. I that's probably would have did it. She told you. Yeah, she was like... That's, that's, that's what's up. And she told me this. I said, you ain't scared? She said, no. She uh-huh. said, God wouldn't take us this far. <laughs> she said, God won't take us this far. That's beautiful. You feel That's me? That's beautiful. Like, so you, I mean, what it sounds like, you had a hell of a support system in that bitch. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know how I would have been able to do it without Yeah, yeah. It like, like, even coming home, I got a great support system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, it's, sure, it's, sure. it's different coming home. I was 19. I was a kid when I when right. I left, man. And this whole world was... Now? I'm 34. This yeah. whole This whole world... This, Everything's different from what I remember. What's the biggest difference you seen when you touched down? Like, damn. Like probably drugs. The the impact of it? Yeah. Okay. Because I was so I was out in the mountains. I was in Cumberland. A maximum okay. security prison uh-huh. where drugs happened. But it was the my aha moment when I came back, because when you get time back, you gotta go back through central booking. Uh-huh. And when I went through central booking, I seen dudes my daughter age taking met. Yeah. And that, like, that, that, yeah. I'll never forget, I'm sitting on my bunk, and it's cleanup time. Mm-hmm. I said, dude, 18 years old, nodding like this. I said, dude, like that, like 60, mm-hmm. both of them nodding. And when I saw it, bro, I broke down crying. Yeah. Definitely. And they start dancing and stuff like that together. Mm-hmm. And he teaching him that that's okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That type right. of stuff when you get to see that. Yeah. Or me getting to talk to dudes because I like to talk. Uh-huh. And I might talk to a dude and I, and I might find out he got a wife, kids, and stuff like that. And he uh-huh. just can't leave the drugs alone. Yeah. And I understand that it's addiction. You know what I'm saying? Or disease. Uh, so it's just like, damn, yo, you got something to fight for. And dude, yeah. like, always talk to me. But like saying the, the struggle of what people are going through. Yeah. You know? So I was talk about your transition back into society. How was that? Like, uh, you know, I'm working. Mm-hmm. I was in college. I didn't take this last uh, session. Mm-hmm. Uh, just trying to figure it out. But it's pressure on myself, man. Mm-hmm. When you want, you sometimes you not comparing, but you think about where you want to be at. Where I feel like I should be at at 34, mm-hmm. and everything is like a start over. Yeah, you know. So it's yeah. just like, but I got. This man right here called me every morning. Mm-hmm. He said he needed as much as I do. Yeah. And we keep it, yo, I learned this, or this, that, this, that. So uh-huh. them two men and a couple other ones that's doing positive stuff with themselves, they keep me focused and, and, and also, like, help me. And they believe in me. When times I start doubting, they like, yo, I know you're going to do amazing yeah. things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So It's, it's kind, it's kind. Shit, it's unbelievable to not think that you would have to be in all that. Like, you, you really... Got a story to really put out there. Like, there ain't too many people that that can go through this and, and come out the way you are. Like, you know, PTSD shit like that. But yeah. for uh, for the fellas, tell okay, if y'all want to jump in real quick, just speak on what y'all y'all thoughts of the whole like you know just period like where y'all seeing him seeing a trial. What was your thoughts going through when he's fighting this shit? Uh, you know his strength was impeccable. Anyway, okay. you know, um, every time talking to him on the phone. He never spoke about uh, spending the rest of life in jail. Yeah. It's always, yo, when I come home this, when I come home that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that probably gave us the confidence that, oh, he really going to come home. Yeah. You know, and then um, just, like, having conversations with him while he home. You know, yeah. um, I know I can test that every time I spoke to him on the phone, he always told me how proud he was of me. Because, you know, I was gone for a little while, not like in prison, but like I went to college in Kentucky and stuff like that. So every time he asked about me, everybody always used to tell him how, you know, well I was doing because I kind of like escaped from the streets. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. So when when I start coming back around, every time I talk to him on the phone, he's like, yo, I heard you did this. I heard you do that. I heard you doing this. I heard Mm -hmm. you doing that. And I'm extremely proud of you. I mean, like now, like right now, like he'll call me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? One day he called me, cussed me out because he told me I was, you know, slacking. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, so we kind of like, we kind of do that. You know Uh what I mean? You know, man, man, Ronald been like really, really good friends since elementary school. So, you know, we kind of like watch each other like grow up or whatever. I kind of like ran behind him a yeah. little bit, you know what I mean? Because he, I mean, I, one of my big brothers like growing up, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Because I was a little timid, you know what yeah. I mean? So he was one of the ones that stood up for me. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I made sure that, you know, I fought and, yeah. I mean, you know, we weren't going to be chumps out here right. because it's all about the neighborhood. Yeah. So, I mean, with that type of strength, you, you know, you got to have people around you like that. For sure. You know? For sure. So, at, so absolutely, you know, just the confidence. Like he knew he was coming home. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. And now that he's home, it's like crazy. It was like surreal when you got the call. Like yo, not guilty. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try. Yeah. I, yo, I try. We, I mean, I, 
Unfortunately, I couldn't make the trial. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know I mean, he made sure he hit my he hit me all the time. Like yo, my trial date this, my trial date that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'll I'll tell him like yo, I couldn't get off of work. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. If you can, because he always he'll tell you. See, we're not late with everything. He'll tell you his <laughs> trial date. He'll tell you his trial date like two days before. Like okay. God, bro. Like yeah, I want to yeah. be there. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? So. Yeah. I mean, but we always communicated that way, like through Facebook and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. like through his family and shit. Right, you know right. what I mean? So okay. it definitely, it definitely was like crazy because uh-huh. you don't want to see your brother go through. Nah, you know what nah, I mean? Go you don't want to see like nobody. That. You don't always jail on nobody. No, no, sir. Uh, you, you want to speak on this? Just the uh, whole. Yeah, no, just more so that I just see the growth. This from this me just seeing the growth and me just being around them from mm-hmm. when, I, when we was younger, things like that, and. Me talking to him through the course of the time. And it's like when I had to talk to him, like recently, uh-huh. when he was locked, I had to tell him, like, yo, you ready? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I could hear the growth from when we was younger, how we used to think, and yeah. how we used to approach things, and the things we used to do. And when I talk to him now, you know how they talk to some people, they just talk a good game, yeah. but you don't really feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you talk to some you people. You feel what he's saying. And you're like, yo, yeah. man, like, you just came home, you still on the same shit. Yeah. And I told him, that's why I'm like, yo, you're going to be all right. Uh-huh. When he get through his anxiety and he get mm-hmm. like stressed, and I'm like, bro, you're going to be okay. Like, yeah. You ready? That's right. why I told him. I said, "Man, you coming home, bro? Yeah. Like everything gonna be okay?" I'm right. like, "You ready? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. God is not gonna allow you to come back out here exactly. knowing that you're not yeah. ready. You yeah. see what I'm saying? If you it see wasn't meant to be, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same thing. What his daughter was telling him, like. It brought a lot into your life. Like when mm-hmm. we was out here before you got locked up, you was living whole mm-hmm. time. He got a daughter. He went and seen his baby mother, talked to his baby mother, and his daughter sitting right there. You don't even know it's his daughter. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the things that we was doing, the way that we was blinded, the way that we was moving, like he was telling you, like, I thought it was slick to be locked up for a body. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That man, he, yeah. won't, he won't even want to be in the same block as a gun. Now. Right. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the end of the yeah. day, it was the fact that I just seen a growth in him and I was just proud of him just growing yeah. and becoming a different man. Right. And just when you talk to him, like we was talking to him one day recently, he was talking. He was trying so hard not to cuss, he couldn't even express himself <laughs> because he just couldn't talk yeah, without yeah, cussing. Yeah, you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he just so, changed his whole lifestyle. Yeah, all he just changed around. his yeah, whole lifestyle yeah. and like the way that he just thinking. Yeah. And it, it's like, I'm proud of him and I like it because the temptation of, yeah, I can go back to doing this, I can go back to doing that, but I'm going to struggle yeah. even though it's harder, but I'm going to go this way. It's you discipline. see what I'm saying? And I'm going to make it. And that's just more so why I'm like, I'm proud of him. And that's like a good reason why he's back out here. Yeah. And yeah. even though it's like, I don't want to say like it's bad that he went there, mm-hmm. but that kind of helped him because we yeah. was all going to take right, a wrong right, stage. Right, right. I'm not going to say it had right. to take him 15 years of his yeah. life to get yeah. it together, but we was all going Y'all down. Y'all seen where it was going. Yeah, we seen mm-hmm. where we was going. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? We like, lost a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah like we used to do a lot of wild stuff. Like uh-huh. we like like we used to go in, like I'm going to go in and look at like a couple, like probably two stores that I'm going to order up to. Go ahead, But we would just do wild stuff. Like we're going a whole person block. Like where y'all from? We ain't even from there. Mm-hmm. My man be right there in the yeah. hole. Yeah. Why you right there? Right. Ask you how many you want. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we should just yeah, do wild, wild stuff yeah. like that. You and, see what I'm saying? And dad somebody to say something. Yeah, and dad mm-hmm. people to say stuff. We should steal his people cars, ride around, jump out, yeah. beat people up, yeah. rob them, take their money. Uh-huh. Like we was just doing all types of stuff. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it was just more so just the growth of knowing that 
we were we were hustlers younger, but we hustled drugs. Now we're hustling something else yeah. now. Now we put in this same hustler ability into building something that's gonna really stand. Right. We're right. not building a repetition for the streets. Yeah. We're building a repetition for our kids. Exactly. We're building a legacy. So the fact is though that my man, his way his mind is, and he's willing to change and really fight through the temptations, I'm just proud of him. Yeah. I can just yeah. say that. You know, and and it's crazy because when he came home, it was like he didn't have confidence okay. on and what the type of man he wanted to be. And it was kind of like crazy to me. At first I was like, I'm like, yo, why are you don't have a lot of confidence, but, but you had this confidence that you was coming home. Right. Yeah. So he, he look at us and he feel like he's so far behind the curve. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you already caught up. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yo, you, yeah. you already doing yeah, better yeah, than yeah, people yeah, been on yeah, the streets for 15 mm-hmm. years. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I said, you've been home 15 days. You doing better than people. Right. Everybody that been on the streets in 15 years. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. My man come home, got a job, got a car. He doing well for himself. You know, and I, and I always try to let him know that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, cause we, man, you know, um, we, that's my best friend. Okay. Like he been my best friend for forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I say he one of the ones that told me, yo, that street ain't for you, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Just you, you do something different because you out way out. And it's crazy because Ronald would tell me, like, yo, you the one. Mm-hmm. I never understood that. Yeah. I still really don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. But he right. he'll call me out the blue, like, yo, you the one. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, why do you keep saying that, y'all? I, I I suffer the same struggles that y'all y'all suffer, you know what I mean, a little mm-hmm. bit. Baby mama drama, you know what I mean? I yeah. go through all that, all yeah. that. Same thing. He was like, nah, like, yo, you just special. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nigga, you special. You get what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah I man. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, nah, like, I mean, you guys show everybody the way. And he hold me accountable. Yeah, yeah man. And not to say that I'm not going to talk about myself, but that's just what he do for me. Yeah. Well, we really, we both, of, both like of these that. brothers yeah. do for me. You get yeah. what I'm trying to yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, we used yeah. to be younger. Man, that boy, yeah, man. He had blue faces before. That's how hard. That's how hard he had to choke this money. God, he had blue faces back then. Blue faces ones and fives. Like, he'd be the tight. We'd be outside. Uh, yeah. We all be broke. Uh, he'd be sitting right there. Uh, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. Everybody roll out. Yeah. It'd be me, him, and my other homeboy Nick. Mm-hmm. He'd go on his tennis shoes. <laughs> Oh, what's up, yo? We gonna go buy some weed and some drinks, yo. Like, I know she was broke, yo. Like, I was just holding out for the rest of the day. He was the type of person that, like, when he get down to a certain amount of money, he ain't coming out. He the type of person that, like, if he got 50, he wanna hold his 50. Mm -hmm. Yo, let me get $2. Let me get $2. Let me get $2. Uh Let me get $2. That's the Angie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that type of stuff. Or, yeah, do something like, Yo, let me get a sip of your water, uh-huh. a bite of your sandwich, a cup of your Stretch fries. That and, shit and, and, and that was a meal. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But he always was into building and stacking. Mm-hmm. Like, where it come out here, always have a plan. Mm-hmm. We always have a hustle. I know what we get with him, mm-hmm. he gonna have a plan for it. Might be wild, yeah. but we gonna make sure right. we gonna make get what we need that day. You see what I'm saying? pumping gas, <laughs> selling day passes, <laughs> like for hustler type yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, yeah, my yeah, like, however they get the dollar. When mm-hmm. you grow up like that, yeah. you know what I'm saying. When you grow yeah. up and ain't nobody got nothing, you find a way of. I don't even know wash cars. I had my own little wash car thing on Madison mm-hmm. Street. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he was selling t-shirts. I was selling like Al Block was dead one time. That was a good summer. Uh-huh. I got on my feet by selling waters and white tees on Madison Street. Okay. Got enough to get some, got enough to get some work, yeah. and we had a good okay. summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mad with the plan? What I'm getting from from the whole thing is like just turning negatives into a positive for real. 
like mm-hmm. the whole story, just like all y'all just shared a whole bunch of stuff, just how it was back in the day, what y'all was doing, going through your situation, just turning all that shit around to some positive shit, like everybody speaking positive. So, uh, moving like after your situation and coming home and all that, what's um, uh, you you said that you wanted to share as far as the you know, it's a lot of shit that people don't know about their cases and just period, just like. Not being aware of certain situations, and you talked about the Unger versus state I speak situation. about that, yeah. right? All right. So, if anybody watching this or whatever, you could go Google or look up. It's called Unger versus State. They allowed over maybe 250 lifers, dudes who had life sentences home, that had at least like 35 years in at the time. Mm. These dudes' jury instructions was wrong back then. They waited until they was old and say, okay, yeah, we messed up. But it made a lot of them like take deals so they wouldn't be able to sue, give you time served, yeah. right? So a lot of these men came home 60, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. One of the dudes, he said one time he was in a car and the person was on the phone and they seen him talking. He was in a car. He like, people go crazy out here. They talking to themselves. Uh-huh. That man don't know the, the people yeah, got yeah. something connected <laughs> even to the phone. Okay, what you yeah, yeah. These people been gone since the 70s. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. allow them to get home. Now they old. They done lost all of their family. Is the world yeah, different? Yeah, it, the world completely different. But mm-hmm. you knew you was wrong 35 years ago. Yeah. But now because they old, you say, oh, a couple of y'all go home. Mm-hmm. But see, the problem is this. Out of 200 something dudes who they let go, mm-hmm. only one of them re- reoffended. So people change. Right. Right? Right. So the parole system is broken, mm-hmm. right? Normally, if you got life, say if you just got life, you're supposed to go up for parole at, at, at 17 years, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go up. Or mm-hmm. well, they give you life plus 20, I had parole with mine. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go up maybe in, I ain't have enough time in to go up, mm-hmm. but average like 20 something years. You mm-hmm. go up, mm-hmm. see what the victim people say. Show what you done done. You're supposed to have a chance. Back mm-hmm. in the day, when the cut and all that was open, they mm-hmm. used to actually give parole. Mm-hmm. But what happened was one of the dudes actually went out because they used to let life as, like on work release. He okay. went out and killed somebody. Then Glenn Denny said, life mean life. You can Google this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they haven't been allowing nobody else back home, right? Okay. So you might say, okay, it's dudes in jail right now who was 15, 16. We give juveniles life, bro. Mm-hmm. We give kids. Yeah. If you kid 14, 15, and him and his homeboys go rob somebody, right? Yeah. And, and a person tussle when it was a gun or whatever, whatever it's called felony murder. Mm-hmm. You're getting life, bro. Yeah. And you ain't had to been, it could have been us for. Right. And I just went with you to go rob. I didn't even know you had a gun on you. Everybody getting it. All of us getting life. Mm-hmm. Right? And with you these don't dudes, even know 14, like 15 yet. years old. Yeah, some of these kids is virgins, bro. Yeah. I know dudes who are virgins, brother, and been locked up 20, 30 years. Mm. Never been with a woman. Never been with a woman. Serious. So it becomes one of those things. Uh, if y'all ever get a chance, it's a book, right, called Just Mercy, right, mm-hmm. by Brian Stevenson. One mm-hmm. of the best books I ever read, right? And he's the one, He, I think he done the Montgomery versus uh, Stevenson or something like that. He make it unconstitutional. He, by the Supreme Court, they made it unconstitutional in order to give a juvenile life without parole. Okay. But you give him life with parole and the parole system is broken. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So did the like he's not it's like, yeah, yeah. There's only three states in the whole United States where you need the governor's signature if you got a life sentence for parole. Mm. And we one of them. Merle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three. It's three. So how the other ones work? Uh a lot of times if the parole board say mm. yeah, you then get it's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the governor he he, he wanna Larry Hogan actually, if you Google this, he said that he was going to back away from it. The okay. one who came up with the thing, Glenn Denny, who said life mean life, uh-huh. he said he did it for politics, and then he he regret it now. Yeah. 
Because it's not, it's, it's not just. It's not just. It's not just at all. Yeah, yeah. Really, when you ain't in that office no more. So it's like. Apologizing for what they did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get out, yeah, you don't have no other looks at you. So, moving like. What's the what's your goal now? Like being out as far as every like I know you you, you said that you want you know enlighten the youth about I, all this type of I stuff. I want to serve, man. My man, bro, like you know he got a lot of good stuff going on. He got radio station fifteen hundred. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He got okay. he he got that going on. So I want to whether we do a clothing line at some point or or whatever whatever. Bro always calling me with ideas. I'm the lad. My Lord just blessed me where I'm about to have a pickup truck. I mean, one of my other homeboys about to do mm-hmm. a little hauling and movement okay. out, out in Harford County area, yeah. and, namely or whatever. Uh, and I also want to serve, man. Mm-hmm. Even if it's community serve, like I was able to. Uh, fortunately, I was able to speak to Stokey, and I also was able to speak to Uncle T. Uncle T called me down there one day. Okay. Well, I called him, and we set up a meeting. I went down to his office, mm-hmm. and. I got goosebumps, man. Yeah. Saying pictures of all these little kids that had lost their lives. Yeah. Right? He mm-hmm. got he, he got it all on the walls. Mm-hmm. And then just the stories and stuff like that he told me. But what got me more than anything, it was doing quarantine, right? So yeah. not many kids could be in there, but they was coming in there doing either their homework that they had doing or they was playing a video game. Uh-huh. He was showing me his other rooms. But you could see the love that the kids had for him. They yeah. knew that he cared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. fake that with kids. Right, That's right, the great right. thing about yeah, kids. Yeah. You can't fake you, it. They going to know. Yeah, they, they going to know. They fucking with you yeah, or not. Yeah, you going to yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> you so when he, you can tell that a man care. When he see a kid, he acts about your whole family. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, 100%. 100%. what Alva doing? Tell Alva call me. Like, yeah. that man part of people's families. Right, That's right. when you out there touching them. Yeah. People say they yeah. care, but they not. You know, you're not yeah. really there. That yeah. man, them people out there really, and that's the type of stuff that's like a passion of mine, man. Yeah, I talked to um, uh, the other episode with um, Rapper Sosa, I was talking to him about just how the dynamics of the young niggas change. It's just, um, nowadays they just don't care. Like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, you got the younger kids, you got people young in their 20s and all that, and it's the need to, um, Sosa 24, and he was just saying how everybody under him the teenagers and the young 20, 21 year olds, they just, it's different because now, you know, in our era, in the eras above us, it was, you know, you got a big homie to hold you down, show you left and right. Now, the young, a lot of them just don't have no guidance and they just don't care now. And they just need that person that could tell them, like, yo, real shit. Like, you, I, I, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you know, something I, I saw that was really eye opening when I came back over City Jail? I realized that everybody who say, what they say, they, they stompers or what they steppers Step, or something steppers, like that. They yeah. call themselves steppers, right? Steppers, yeah. He was just going to court and the court was uh, judges was offering them fifty years. They mm. came back crying and yeah. they crazy. You ain't tough now. Yeah. You, you don't want to step yeah. no more now, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Stepping go out the window then. Yeah. But I also think about this. I know so many dudes that I walk the yard with, mm-hmm. whoever, like Bodie and them cousin and one, all mm-hmm. of them type of dudes where. Like, them men changed their life. If you go ask men, little dinky from my part, if you go ask dudes who people, like, no big them up yeah. or whatever the case may be, and you ask them, yo, if you could do it all over again, would you do it? I mean, like, hell no. Yeah, I swear, I'm glad you said because I was in, like, I watched a lot, even, like, a lot of shit with the stories with the old heads and shit like that. A lot of them will say they would do it all over again and shit like that, but that's a pride thing to me. I think yeah, it's like yeah, pride. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah, accept yeah. that you know you yeah, fucked yeah. up and you... When you, and you when you 
One of the hardest things also about being in jail, mm-hmm. if you got kids, yeah. you leave them. Yeah. I've never seen a great relationship between kids and their fathers when they leave. Okay. I've never seen it. Right. A lot of times you'd be like, oh, can you talk to my daughter for me? Mm-hmm. Like, to try to be a, because yeah. I was a little younger or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's broken relationships, brother. Yeah. You can't raise your kid from the visiting nah. room, nah. <laughs> the phone. And they and they and then you got a lot of people in there. You correct me if I'm wrong. That don't even know how to communicate verbally or or no, writing none of that. Yeah, can't because, spell. Can't. Yeah, none of that. and that's another reason why a lot of people don't go in the library because they don't know because how to read. Like, none of that I actually shit. was always good with math, but I was really bad with reading. Mm-hmm. I actually like taught myself how to read some. Mm-hmm. I got my GD in jail and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I, I had help with that. Yeah, and you had men that I had a Muslim brother. He used to come out in the day room with me with the GD book. Uh huh. That's what men do. Yeah. That's what Show men do. Them, yeah, Show like, you know, uh-huh. like, if you don't know, you don't know. Come to me. You yeah. know, we're going we gonna to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you found Islam in, in the prison? Uh, yeah. I became, uh, I became Muslim in, in jail, not prison. Like, before I had my okay. time or whatever the case may be. But my father, he struggled with the dean for so long, uh-huh. though, right? And what made me become Muslim, one of the first things, I had a lot of questions, though, but I had an older cell buddy. Uh-huh. And he was probably the most disciplined man that I ever met. Oh yeah, that's right? what I like about yeah, yeah, Islam. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen like I never seen him cuss, never seen him get mad. Mm-hmm. If he got mad or got angry, he prayed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was up there. Yo, don't you want it this week? Nah, man. Yeah. I couldn't wait till actually he slam out mm-hmm. so that I could yeah, I could spark yeah, yeah. up. You feel me? I couldn't wait for something. This that is that. Right. When he on this one, I'm lighting yeah. up. You feel me? So I, I couldn't wait to that. Mm-hmm. But one time he started asking me, like, man, just come as a guest. I said, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Danis gave me everything. But I'll be struggling, man, since yeah. I've been home, man. But I'll be hard on myself about that, though. Yeah. Because yeah. my Lord gave me everything I ever asked for. Right, right. My, yeah. my Lord put my daughter in my life. Uh-huh. He let me get home to my mother. Right. You feel me? Like, yeah. and, and then just, how do you show your gratitude? Being yeah. a man of faith of any faith, mm-hmm. how do you show your gratitude for the things that your Lord gave you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you can't do it by disobedience and think anything going to be odd. So right. you don't show gratitude that way. So yeah. it's been a struggle, though, man. Yeah. Ramadan and all that. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah, it was tough. It was, yeah. it was tougher than I expected. And staying away from food and drink is easy. Right. You feel me? But... It's more fasting is more than that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's more yeah, than that. Yeah, Anybody can starve themselves. It's yeah. like a, it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual thing where you build your faith up. Right. You know what I'm saying. Then? So how was it? Because I know um, this like last time we used to have you was meeting family members that you ain't give you like born while you was in that shit yeah, like that. Yeah. How was it connecting back with your family man, and all that? that? Stuff be, it be, it be. It be, it, when I first came home, I was so overwhelmed because I had so many people calling me. Uh-huh. And you want to give everybody they do yeah. just. Yeah. Also, I'm trying to figure out my own. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I got I got little cousins and you want to get this person. You don't want this person to feel that way or whatever. So I was feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. also trying to get my life together. But all my little cousins and stuff like that, because family sometimes could be separated, mm-hmm. I don't be wanting the kids that had to go through that. Because yeah. me and my little cousin, little Daryl, little Poopy, mm-hmm. they was under me when we yeah, yeah. You know, they, they lost gone. their lives. Yeah, and now, yeah. now they got kids. Right. And when right. I see their kids, it right. just be like, even my little kid, my little cousins who used to come get a little money from me, they grown with kids. And now it's yeah. just like, people are adults. Like, I used to tell Andrew all the time, don't cuss around me. Mm-hmm. And she like, boy, I'm grown now. <laughs> <You're> right, <yeah. laughs> she wasn't going for right, that. Yeah. You feel me? So it, it's an adjustment. Yeah. It's a whole different world, man. Right. But uh, you know one thing I'm happy to hear both like just you and just coming home and, and the way you are because you get a lot of people that go through that and then they come home and they just be on that stern like 
no, we not this, we that, we this, we this, we that, we that type of shit. And you got people that change their life, but they don't know how to handle it with everybody else. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you got, yeah. like, like a nigga, yeah, like a nigga who, people. like, even if a nigga that don't go to jail, like a nigga who might have uh, just changed his life, wild street nigga, mm -hmm. changed his life to, a, you know, Christianity or whatever, and mm -hmm. they just don't, you know, they very, like, standoffish to mm -hmm. everything, you know how that got that, that, air, that, that arrogance to them, like, yeah. you know, you ain't, we ain't doing this type of shit, but. Pride leads you to the hellfire, that's what Islam said. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people be, will start thinking that they better, and, you know. All of the everybody's same, man. So. Right. Yeah. But it's good. It's good to have that attitude for real. And um, so uh, what's what's um, I had another question about the um. So so being in that when you was in when you was in the system for real, what was the um, the biggest you I would say the biggest lesson learned moving forward, like the for biggest life. lesson. Yeah. The biggest lesson would be that. The state of Maryland don't care, bro. Mm. They will put you in jail. Nobody apologized to me yet. Yeah. I gave them people 15 years. Yeah. You feel me? Y'all know y'all can go over all of the evidence. Yeah. I was innocent. Still innocent. Nobody apologized to me. Mm. You just throw me back out here 15 years and say, oh, figure your life out. Mm. Congratulations. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Homicide detective clearly got this people to say whatever he said. One of the dudes actually who also lied on me. He didn't come to court one time, right? Mm -hmm. Picked him up for a body attachment. Mm -hmm. Went in front of the judge, said, homicide made me point all this out. I don't even know this man. <laughs> then he turned around, right? Get a gun charge, make a deal with the federal government, right? Mm -hmm. And say, come back to trial and say, yeah, he was the one who shot my man. <laughs> and they just take word. And they, and, and they, they ain't got to no... okay And he waited, listen to the, he waited four months after it happened when he got <laughs> locked up for a charge. Mm -hmm. Got a deal and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's more one of those things. It's conviction over everything. Yeah. It's just a rate. It's about a rating system. It ain't about us. Nah. It ain't about That's the. Sad, like, man. Like, and it's also do a disservice to people, family. Yeah. Like I'm not up here like thinking like, okay, murder is whatever, whatever. Or it's another side to it. Yeah. Mothers hurt, bro. Right. Right. Like so, when I get to see people who get killed and stuff like that, yeah. I instantly think about if somebody go to jail, it's a loss. Yeah. His mother got to go visit him in jail or whatever, whatever. If a dude get killed, they never re they never turn back to normal, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That pain is forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I got, I, I hurt for them also. Right. But I ain't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't going to take it either. <laughs> yeah, like, so. So, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So you, um, before, before you, you know, you, you had a positive attitude about everything, did you, did you hold a grudge against the people on the case that they threw you on? Like, uh, was you was you like you know on your? I, no, I never really like. I was more like mad at myself for not educating myself a little more earlier on. Mm -hmm. But it was also one of those things like how bro said, prison mm -hmm. saved my life. Yeah, because you prison see where it was my, going. It was no way. Yo, they used to always tell me my nickname is gone. They say yo, there's no way you would have made it out here. Yeah. So I I know that prison saved my life. Yeah, I only need a fifteen. Yeah, it's, it's really. But it, 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 we won't wrap up soon. But it's it's really sad that, and I think what your message is, and I and what I I think you should definitely go full force with your story is just for the people and the kids that have to realize you don't got to go through this to learn that. 
Because yeah. a lot of people do got to yeah. go through prison and stuff yeah. like that to learn. But, you know, it's other ways around. And we, we become a product of our environment, too. Oh, so yeah. it's like, you know, we a lot of people fall victim to all this shit because this is all they know. Oh, but yeah. at the end of the day, if you want more, you can get more. But, you know, now it's just a thing of realizing that, you know, a lot. Because a lot of people don't have the foresight to know what's coming at the end of the road. Because everybody, like, no matter small or large, big drug deal or whatever, nigga put in work. Everybody know in those games that at some point in time, you're going to face the court system. Yeah, whether yeah. you get locked up, whether you sit for a minute and out, you're going to do something. Yeah. So it's all about what's going to take a break you in the moments. But the thing is, and I don't know if it's possible, well, it's very possible, I believe, but it's just to get into them, these kids early enough to let them know that you don't got to go through this to realize that. And that's the hardest thing. Like, I, y'all was just saying all the wild shit y'all did. But and it, like you said, if you ain't go there, you might not have changed. But now that you know that now, you tell another nigga that you see going down that same path, you can let him know and just give him the foresight to say that, you know, you ain't got to do that because this is what it's going to lead to. You might not get the break I got. Right, right, right. You might not get none of that. Yeah, so yeah. I'd like to, to what, in, in closing, and then my conclusion to it, I got... And I live by this myself, but even more, it's, it's easier to say you live more positive and just stay positive about things. It's easier said than done, especially when you're going through a situation like yours. Mm -hmm. But from from moving forward, and I think what I got from this whole thing is just like, just don't give up. Like, even if it's because it's, you got don't give up on regular shit, you know, quitting your job, your relationship, shit like that. When you up against life plus. And you don't give up. That's that's saying something. Oh, like you saying something. Like because that's some shit where you the odds are all the odds against you, and it's very slim chance that people can make it out of them situations, whether it's that time period or before that time hits. So you know, um, I it's, it's it's an honorable story, and I I tip my hat to the transition, to the story, to everything, and I, I definitely feel like um like in, in Chad and work with youth as well, and I do too, and it's just. The whole mission, like, even when I talk to everybody that come on here, like, some of the responses I get when I see about talking to the youth, to niggas that don't even be on that tip, is like, ain't nobody giving you no bullshit because we know what's up. And like I see, one of my favorite quotes is, you must teach what's taught. You can't, like, you can't let it, let none of our young men fall down to this shit. Like, we just can't. Yeah, we, we just can't. We can't do that. Go ahead. It's like... Like you come from a environment like you got homeboys that like y'all grew up together y'all play football together y'all mm -hmm. play basketball together y'all been outside and when you get older they start to see the streets more like mm -hmm. they start to see oh these they, you might like like say for instance like as I'm growing up and he's selling drugs I see him selling drugs I want to make money too you get yeah. what I'm saying so yeah. I'm like I, I see him he got a lot of girls for real so yeah. I want to do the same thing yeah, he the did. lifestyle so you see your, your homeboys start to change mm -hmm. and then once once you see they start to change you want to do the same yeah. thing you don't want you yeah. feel me yeah. you don't want to feel left behind right so you start you start like it's easy falling to the streets more. so that's yeah. why I say a lot of things it might not change it, mm -hmm. it might be that one person that changed it yeah. might but everybody not gonna change everybody gonna want to do the same thing you yeah. feel me like yeah. people be followers and, it, and it's like that like I got homeboys that I, I had to change I, went, I go to a private school all my homeboys they, they go to public school so mm -hmm. they, they went to public school and all that they, they stopped playing football they stopped doing they start smoking weed yeah. all that yeah. but I was the one that really wanted to change for real life yeah. but I'm, I'm still from the hood I'm, right. I still you feel me yeah. I know how I know how the hood can yeah, you feel take me? you under yeah mm -hmm. but I, I'm, I was the one that really changed for real like that but I, I start to see like I had to, it's not like I didn't have love for my friends or not. I just had to keep my yeah, distance. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You seen where it was going. And, 
And now that like I, I got a friend now, like like my friend now that I got now, he respect me so much. Like he yeah. love me so much, cause he he know like he know where we come from for yeah. real. Like, but we yeah. we see eye to eye, but we see eye to eye different. Like yeah. he yeah. he's still in the streets for real, right. but. You he get, see you where the streets, yeah, 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 he see where the streets leading in, but he see where you about to go at. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. And they like, salute niggas gonna salute that. Niggas gonna take their head off to somebody that's doing something. It's different. kinda hard for me though, like, cause mm -hmm. I ain't I ain't see my friend Grano to be like that. Like yeah. and I got friends that's popping pills, like yeah. and we the same age. Right, they they right. popping pills. No, mm -hmm. no, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, they yeah. it like and I I just think about Think back, like, damn, we was just playing football in the yeah. alley together. Like, yeah. we we was talking about going to the NFL, and you talking about, you and you, yeah, you in the streets. You you asking niggas for $20 and all that. Like, we ain't never pictured, like, I ain't never pictured yeah. for the side. Like, that's how it is. And I be like, dang, like, like, then it's like, you praise, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, a lot of niggas, like, nowadays, they getting praised to be shooters. Like, mm. yeah. like, yeah. like Big nowadays, time. like. All the girls, all the girls want is like niggas that just tote guns and like and no, don't get me wrong, like it is a lot of people out here that act crazy. Like you might, you might do that. I don't, I don't got no problem like with you, like you toting your gun and all that. Like it, it do be people out here that act crazy and all that, but. But like it's not like it's not like you really need a gun for to protect yourself. Like yeah, you, if yeah. you really like if you get what I'm saying, like you, you don't know really, the key word of what you say is the girls. Niggas yeah. will do a lot of shit for these women out yeah, here. Like, like we yeah, yeah. yeah. let, let me piggyback off of what you saying, yo, because I got I got a little similar like story than you know what you what you saying as far as like you know being in sports and stuff like that. So I'm I'm like probably like. Uh, one of like five people in our neighborhood who went to college for sports. I want you want to say like, I think me, Darrell, yeah, uh, Deron, Kofi. I mean, so like we Alice. we, huh? Yeah, Both yeah, yeah, yeah Deron, yeah, yeah, Deron, yeah, Deron, Deron. Get him on yeah, yeah, yeah they him. they from yeah. they from our neighborhood. We okay. we, I mean, I grew up with Deron. We watched Darrell grow up, so um. So we, I'm one of the few, right? So we we kind of like used to like people, like yeah, you know I mean, doing like sports and stuff like that. And where I come from, you know, what I'm saying Madison and Bond Street, we kind of like keep people in line like that. You know what I mean? My friends wanted to keep me around, just not for the simple fact that you know um, I could be doing the same thing they doing. They want to keep me around because they they knew that I needed to stay on the straight, you know, the straight narrow or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Every time. I would suffer with temptation, you know what I mean, as far as, like, hustling and things like that. You know what I mean? I did want to dabble a little bit, but I had friends that tell me, like, yo, come on, bro, you, you, your you life, you know what I mean? You, you know what I mean? You got a, you got a better situation or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Even when I was um, forced to go to another state, I mean, not really forced, but chose to go to another state, you know what I mean? That was, like, hard for me because I didn't want to leave my friends and things like that. You know what I mean? So, oh, I say this to say this, yo. I say this, if your friends ain't supporting you, you know what I mean, on the positive things, yo, then they not really your friends. You know what I'm trying to say? Because, yeah, they not really your friends. You know what I'm trying to say? Because I will never knock the hustler. I'm going to tell you why, because I understand it, yo. I mean, I don't know. I think you probably the only one that was in our neighborhood that had a father. You know what I'm trying to say? Not even, out yeah, and out of jail. I don't even know who that Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm trying I'm to say. We grew up together. Yeah, we grew up together. How your father? Uh, all we had each other. I, I mean, yeah. But what I, what I say this to say that. I mean, even though like Scony says father in our jail, but he always talked about his father. 
We we you talked about your father, but his father died as a young age. I ain't had no father. All I had was my friends. And I mean, other than them two, I think everybody else ain't had no father either. So all we had was each other. So, you know, when you're friends, yo, when you got friends that motivate you, that's gonna cuss you out, yo, that's gonna tell you the truth all the time, yo, you always wanna cherish those people. Because yo, I the people I hang around with, yo, I know my whole life. I <laughs> mean, and I'm not even, and this is, I'm not even saying this to, to really be, I mean, hype anything up. Like, I re- only hang with people that I know my whole life, it's bro. Different now, bro. You get know what I'm trying like, to say? Yeah. And that's why it's good to get genuine friends. Like yeah. Genuine, because I just spoke on something on Facebook the other day about being able to take constructive criticism. Absolutely. So, yeah. When you never you is with your friends and y'all sharing advice and telling them yeah. you gotta be able to accept it and know that your friend is telling you something that's right. So he's not just hating and just yeah. outlashing his feelings at the moment. Exactly. You see right. what I'm saying? So and I, when you dealing with people, that's like even like my brother. He I got a brother that just came home from with the feds. He did he did um twelve years. Mm-hmm. So it's like when he come holler at me, I might be hollering at a homeboy in a certain area. I won't even bring my brother around here. Yeah. You see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? I know like, his situation. You feel me? Yeah. Because I know the direction he going. Yeah. I know he don't want to go to jail. Right. So if you're my friend and I know like you trying to go on a straight path, mm-hmm. why would I bring you in the house where niggas violent up at? Or yeah. where people trapping at now that you can get arrested? Yeah, absolutely. But then what kill me about people is somebody always so quick. To say somebody telling, but no one takes a ca- um takes accountable for their own actions. So if I know you trying to change your life, not to say stitching is right, but if I know you trying to go on a straight path, and I take you in this trash house, and they raid this trash house, and you tell on me, that's kind of my fault because I knew yeah. where you was going. You don't so, put people in them yeah, situations. Yeah, why would I put you in that situation? You, know yeah, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So people yeah, like we gotta open our heads and open up and, and know the people that we dealing with. Right. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And where you going? Because once you know the people that you dealing with, mm-hmm. you won't never be what's the word I want to be like you won't never be let down and yeah, that's what right. it be people yeah. be feel like they be let down or feeling betrayed but in all actuality if I know he's not a fighter why am I taking him to a fight right <laughs> you see what I'm saying like that's what and, and you know what and that's exactly why I, we keep our circle tight that man, so I say, I tell you is, is that man, surround yourself around people that's always going to tell you the truth, that's always going to tell you when you when you doing wrong, when you are doing right, it's going to praise you and it's going to stay in your ass because mm-hmm. that's important for you know for the life you you know you trying to you know have. Mm-hmm. But and that's why I like I like like my hood friends that like because they tell me stuff like that like bro we ain't got sit we ain't about to sit right here like we gonna we yeah. gonna find something yeah. to do like we're like when I, my man Roddy we'll go to the mm-hmm. studio like yeah. we we won't be like places like for me you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. like to put and, you in home and that's yeah. why yeah. all my friends are in the streets like so it's nothing for me to do for real like yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying like yeah. like all my friends are in the streets like they don't do nothing I do so like right, so it's right, no it's, it's, it's no need it's no need for me to you feel yeah. me yeah. like I I be in the house twenty four seven for real because yeah. I don't do the stuff they do you know yeah. what I'm saying like that's all my friends are in the streets. Like right. all, all my friends are like in the streets. You selling drugs. About your that's, that's, that's and, one set of and that's and that, yeah, that's this one set of my friends. But mm-hmm. like that's like, but that's where I live at. You know what I'm saying? Like my not my not including my school my school friends. You feel me? We do the same stuff. We go out. You yeah. you feel me? We talk to girl. But I'm saying like my childhood friends. Like yeah. people, I'm like yeah, yo, I know everything about. I go to his mother house. Yeah, we we play the game. You feel me? We go to parties. All that. All of my friends in the street. Like we don't do the same stuff no more. Unless I, I go around and see what's up with me, feel mm-hmm. me. But we don't, we don't like, my homeboys, like, they, 
they they really love me for real. So they not gonna really put me in a and situation. That's, that's what it is. And that's, that's why I respect them so yeah. much. Like that's why I really got yeah. so much love for my home. But they yeah. not they they know like I'm really like they be like yo bro you your ticket out like bro I really love you bro yeah. like. I wouldn't even put you in no situation like that. Like, shit. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, who position you doing? Huh? Who position you doing? Defensive back. Defensive back. The crazy thing yeah. is, like, how you be saying, like, how you be saying, you was the one. So that's what I've been telling you since you was eight years old. Yeah. So I said, sure, you the one. Y'all ain't never see the wire? The dude on the, on the wire that um, did his wires. He had the dude down bad in the alley. He was about to shoot him, but he couldn't shoot him. Yeah. So he went back and talked to Avon and them. Yeah. So he talking to Avon and them. The dude was like, no, it was my fault, but then his wives came out and said, I had him down, but I could have did. Yeah. It's not in me no more. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? That thing that you got that makes you go, yeah. it's not in me. So what people got to understand, it's nothing wrong with being a chump. Everybody's not tough. Everybody's not a No, this is the crazy thing Everybody's about like, it. This is the crazy thing about like, I swear to God, hand to God, like, I swear to God on my life, like I was... Uh, I would, I probably, everybody thought I was going to be in the streets, like, mm -hmm. I used to get put out of school, mm -hmm. I used to get kicked out of class, I was a bully, I ain't going to lie, I used to, I used to terrify people, like, people used to really used to be scared of me, like, oh yeah, that's him, that's Breon, don't, don't mm -hmm. talk to him, like, don't, don't even look at him, like, he's something really wrong with him, yeah, like, he's really going to be in the streets, like, everybody used to think, I used to for him practice, he outside in the corner shooting dice, <laughs> yeah, like, everybody used to, you said, we can yeah. ready to practice, we can ready to take him out the county go to practice, like, where Breon, like, where Oh, he went, I'm gonna ride through real quick. Get your ass in the car. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of yeah. kids. So and, we came so far, yo. And that's the crazy thing about like, it's just people I went to school with. Like, I used to bully, like, I used to make cry, like, I used to, like, we I had to go to meetings with my mother and yeah. all that. And now they in the, they in the streets toting guns like they yeah. now now That's you, you can't tell them nothing now mm -hmm. like I like you told guns now you 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 look this people that. people praise you like people be it's it's guy I, I done beat up so many times made cry <laughs> and people like yeah he he really he really in the streets now like he oh, a step like, person with like yeah and then I, I look at him different I'm be like yo I I ain't even want like you feel me like mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying like and then, and then it's like. And that's where like I feel as though that's where the hate come from, like a little, just a little yeah, bit, yeah, like yeah. they like that, like I know, I know some of them guys ain't forget like the stuff I did to them, like yeah. I'm telling you, like I was really like. I was really bad. Like, I, was I got bad. you. I got you. We go, we go, we go ahead and do a part two of this. So you got right. Well, knowledge giving me the uh, great, like, but, um, can close this going. He just, just, you know, any closing words and remarks uh, and tell him how to get in, get in touch with you. Well, yeah. Uh, I will say this real quick. Uh, I'm out. What you doing, man? You got a chance to <laughs> be 23 years old, 24 years and be set. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when we mess up our life early on, you be, Try and catch up or whatever, yeah. whatever. You got a chance to do something. And I wish I knew a little. People always say that. I wish yeah, I knew what yeah, I knew yeah. back then. <laughs> but right. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at that age in your youth, man, like, they dying out here young, man. So continue to do what you're doing. Yo, don't get temptation. Man, it look good, man, when people really do what they supposed to do. That's yeah. why I tell dudes like him who went the other route and, and did the which name. I mind them. I don't mind no shooter. Anybody mm -hmm. can shoot a gun. Yeah. I don't true, step true. us and this, that, this, that. I mind dudes who doing it the right way. Like, I mind what you doing. Yeah. You feel me? Like, they the, they the type of dudes I want to be around. Yeah. That, that type of stuff give me goosebumps. Mm -hmm. You talking about something. You can't call me talking about drugs or guns or nothing like that. I done done that since I got out of Porsche when I was 11. Ain't none of that new. Yeah. <laughs> like, ain't none of that new. You can't tell. None of that's new. None of that's slick to me. Yeah. You feel me? None of that's slick to me. Like, if you open up some businesses or you about to go play football or something like that, this, that, this, that, you about to have a chance to, if you take your crab service, you got a chance to change your whole family life. Yeah. For yeah. generations. Right. Mm. Like, generations of wealth, man. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about being able to buy an area and, and rebuild. You might, the area you from, mm -hmm. you want to change that? Go go go! Live your dream. Yeah, buy all it up. Mm -hmm. 
You feel me? Give kids opportunities. Like, Melo got a gym in the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, like, but getting back to, like, just closing, man. Uh, uh, anybody want to follow me? It's humble <laughs> underscore stone. <laughs> and uh, what I'm about to say, also, though, man, if anybody who got any, like, uh, programs or something like that, and, you know, I'm willing to come in there and talk to the kids for free. Yeah. Right, so... And then, you know, when I get my truck stuck, I'm going to make sure I send some cars your way, man. Yeah, you know? already, <laughs> already going to post that out. So, yeah. until next time, uh, we going to call this the episode Life Plus, how much, how many times? 20. Life Plus 20. All of it. Because that's that. <laughs> Life Plus 20, because this is what it is. So, uh, with all this all this good information, good insight, I hope it, it hit home to somebody and they, they take it and really run with this because it's nothing but positive energy and, and news and, and feedback about all this though so in closing we need answers till next one peeking out the window she already know my niggas they gonna come and see you they like bang little miserable boy you gonna see you <laughs> a young boy i'm a gang banger black hoodie crew fuck you niggas middle finger Drops, you know that Gucci been flying.